And so I want you to step back and ask yourself, what is your perfect? What is your perfect right now? It might be different from what it was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. We're about to get very real, a little silly, and you're going to freaking love it. I'm Saren, body image and self-relationship coach, lifestyle, aka everything cute and inspirational, entrepreneur, Pilates and yoga instructor, and spirituality-loving person. Let's get real. We all think the same things. We all have those crazy thoughts. The Soul Speak podcast is here so that we can allow ourselves to have those weird, awkward, unheard of conversations that no one ever talks about and prove that they are normal. Topics on judgment, comparison, inner criticism, sex, lifestyle, and spirituality all will be found right here on this podcast. Each episode, guests and I will not only bring you new ways of thinking, but also bring light into your life all together. Now let's speak soul. Hello, my podcast friends. I am back for a short episode. Because since I own this podcast, Serendiceris Inc. Incorporated, which is not an incorporation right now, but it can be, um, I get to decide when I want to upload an episode, and I haven't done one in months. And so here is one because I think it will help you out. And I just wanted to talk about it, and I feel like a lot of people I have been seeing I've been seeing people sharing a lot of things on their bodies, on this, on that, Um, especially after quarantine, you know, right? We all kind of went through stuff with eating, with, with habits coming up that we may have not seen in a long time, with things coming up that we may have not seen in a long time, with feelings, emotions, thoughts that we may have not seen in a long time. So I just wanted to record this because I feel like a lot of people might be yearning for it right now. But I have also seen a lot of people coming out of those funks, out of those places. So um, it kind of of ebbs and flows, and we'll get into that here shortly. Um, Man, I haven't recorded one of these in a while, but feels good. All right, so let's let's get into it. I'm sitting here drinking tea as usual in these podcasts. Hold on, let me take a sip. It's dandelion tea. Mm. And it has the um, has the quote on it because it's what brand is that? The herbal something. The difference between a flower and a weed is judgment. Unknown. Wow. What a great man unknown was. Also, you might hear me picking out hemp seeds from my mouth because I just was eating it by the spoonful. It was my late night snack. <laughs> Honestly, though, I love hemp seeds, okay? If you don't sprinkle them on salad or fruits, what are you doing with your life? I have no idea. And hemp is not weed, okay? It's not the same as weed. It doesn't make you feel anything. It just makes you feel full and healthy. So if you want to feel full and healthy, eat non-weed hemp seeds. All right, let's get to it. (laughs) Speaking of food, um, let's talk about a couple things. So like I mentioned, this is what I want to bring up. Um... Just the topic of really our bodies, our bodies, our bodies, our bodies, and food, which is something essential to us humans. And these two things that we are very, very close with, our bodies and food, often 
we find the weirdest relationships with things that we are very close with, right? Um, we're close with them, so we all have different relationships with them. And when I say relationship, I mean the way you view them, the way you act with them, the way you treat them. And we all have different ways of interacting with these things. And we all have different pasts. We all have different everything. So I just want to get into it. And I think I would love to first share my own story um, with food, with my body. And I think you might relate to it because I've also been wanting to record one of these for a while and this one might not come out the most perfect or might not say everything I want to say, but I think um, just putting it out is is a good thing right now um, because I've realized a lot of people I chat with don't even know that I have been through things I have been through and I have shared about it in the past. Um, I've spoken about it to large groups of women, um, other large groups, and I, it was my life for a while um, after the fact of the, the biggest part of it, but um, I haven't shared it in a while, so I just want to put it out there, and I think that you might find it very relatable, but <laughs> I, had to, I had to pause because I am, as we speak, picking out those hemp seeds. They're all over my mouth. Um, okay, so let's get to it. Um, you know, I have always been one, when I was growing up, I was never super tiny. I don't remember ever being super tiny. I was always someone with some junk on my skin. I was going to say junk in my trunk, but I don't even think I had a big butt. I just had the junk in the skin. <laughs> I had the, I was the, the chubbiness. Um, and you know, I just always was watching these shows as a um, younger girl. Like I would watch S Club 7 and all these different shows where people would just be so pretty and making out with each other and all of this. They were cheerleaders. And I just remember that is who I wanted to be. That is what I wanted to be. Um, and so I was always, you know, really judgmental on myself. And um, that's that's just kind of a side note but growing up I mean our family loves food we love food we love to cook we love to try different foods we love food food is my individual passion I love food I could talk about it all day but I would always say when I would do these talks um, or events for women I would tell them you know it's funny that like I love food and I have the weirdest kind of relationship with it I had the weirdest way of interacting with it. I wasn't very nice with it. I wasn't very nice to my body about it, but I loved it. So where was that gap there? Um, and so, you know, I, uh, over the years, of course, I came to realize that food was a an outlet for me, an outlet to tune out. We all have those things, right? There's alcohol, there's drugs, there's movies, there's porn, there's shopping, there's TV, there's whatever. We all have those things that we want to tune out with and some of them are bigger than others. Some of them happen more often than others. We all tune out and that's okay. Like tonight after I do this, I am going to go um, watch The Bold Type because that is my show right now and it makes me feel bold and I actually love watching it. So 
If you don't watch it, I would highly recommend it. If you like watching mindless things that are just very, um, very uh, baseline surface level, this is for you. Okay, back to it. Um, so uh, I'll just get into the nitty gritty of it. So this all kind of developed. I had some binge eating patterns, you know, over the years. And I remember when I was in high school, I went, I spent a semester in Israel and I came back and I was overweight from eating so much pita. They had the best food there that I would eat every single day at this buffet where we were staying on our kibbutz. And I gained weight. And so I just remember um, starting to count calories, starting to eat a little less, starting to blah, 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 and work out. I've always loved fitness. I've always loved all of that. But I really, really nailed down on it at that point. Okay, fast forward a couple years. Um, still kind of had some binge eating patterns here and there, but it wasn't really a huge thing in my life. Um, and then I got sick with ulcerative colitis when I was 18, which is like Crohn's disease, IBS, IBD, all of that good stuff. Um, and then fast forward a couple years later, I um, the binge eating kind of grew as I was as I was um, in school, as I was uh, just just kind of growing with it. Especially, I got into a pattern. Um, I will say with alcohol, where it grew because of drinking. Um, the pattern became, and I think some of you may be able to relate to this, the pattern became go out Thursday, Friday, Saturday. You know, look good on those days. Probably like drunk eat, yada, yada. Um, but stay skinny for those days. And then Sunday would be the like the day of just binge because whatever, have nothing tomorrow except for school or work or whatever. And I'm just going to binge today. This is this doesn't matter. Um, and then it got to kind of a, a point where it was really bad. Like it would be, I'm going to go get Mexican. I'm going to go get a whole tub of ice cream and eat it all and do this and that. And um, then I it started happening more and more in the week. Oh, OK, wait, I missed a whole part. <laughs> so that would happen Sunday. And then the rest of the week would just be basically like, oh, I feel like shit, you know, what did I do? It would be just this whole like shaming type thing, especially on Sunday, on Sunday night. It would be a shaming after because once you start getting into it, once you start going, it's like, oh man, I already had this, I already did this, now it's black and white. So I have to keep going so I can keep going. It's almost like you do it to yourself. You give yourself permission to keep going, to get even more lost. You just give yourself that like, oh, oh well, I'm already here. Um, so yeah, that's what it would look like. And then I would even turn down events or things during the week or like my friends would say, want to go get a margarita or do this or that. And I would turn it down because I would think, no, I need to, I need to get skinnier. I need to get back into my body. Um, and you know, this was all happening in my early twenties, things that, uh, people would not think, <laughs> not think were happening. Um, but down the road, I ended up getting like pretty sick with my ulcerative colitis and I wound up in the hospital for a couple months and it, I had to drop out of school, a semester of school, all of this amazing, great stuff. So um, long story short with that, my stomach forgot how to keep food down. It's something called regurgitation, what cows do. So I am a living cow. <laughs> Still happens sometimes. Um so basically, like, I wasn't eating for so long. And then when I was able to eat meals again, 
my stomach just like literally forgot how to keep it down. So the food would just come back up, which it's almost like you're throwing up. It's almost like acid reflux, right? It just comes back up full, basically. And then you you swallow it or you throw it up. And so what happened was I, you know, I, I knew that was happening. And so somewhere along the way, that combined with my binge eating, it became dependent on that regurgitation. I knew that the food would come up, so I would eat more. Um, and that's when it kind of got to be like me eating, doing the binge eating more during the weekdays because I knew it would come back up. So then, as you can imagine, it got to a point where I noticed, wow, this is literally like a bulimic type pattern. And I was just, I remember there was a time I was so, so, so deep in that pattern of like cleaning it up during the week and then like eating like shit on this day and then cleaning it up again. And it just felt like a never ending cycle. And I felt so trapped like I couldn't stop because when I would do it, I'd be like, oh, I'm just going to do it today. I'm just going to eat this giant tub of ice cream and then I'll start over tomorrow. Like we all, if you're, if you have anything with food, you know these feelings. You know what I'm talking about. And they are not fun places to be. They are not fun places to be, but you are not alone and they are not unnormal and it is not your fault. It is not, not your fault. And, um... Yeah, so it kind of got to that point, and I remember what I did was I just ended up finding a, a coach, a food coach, a disorder, an eating disorder coach, and though I, I, and I talked about this when I would talk to the groups of women, I don't like to label it an eating disorder. It's a disordered eating. I don't like to label it an eating disorder. Um, you know, I'm not a doctor. I'm not going to say that eating disorders are not a thing, but I am not a fan of putting labels on things. So even the ulcerative colitis, I could be, you know, I could be told that I have ulcerative colitis. I have this thing, but it is not me. It is not overpowering me. It is not who I am. Um, same with alcoholics, you know, it's just that is my perspective on this, that we don't need to label or put ourselves in this box or identify with it because it almost also is us giving ourselves an excuse to give it its freedom, its powder, power. So we are allowed to take our power back because nothing can take our power away. Nothing can take our power away. Um, so, 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 uh, how did I get out of that, right? Okay, that's what you're here to wonder. <laughs> I don't know if it, I ever got out of it, to be honest. Um, there were points there were years where I was like, wow, I'm, you know, I'm not doing this anymore. And you know what the point was? It got to a point where the feeling of being able to feel clear, of being able to feel present, of being able to just live and feel good was more important to me than the food, than the um, covering up, than the tuning out. And that's kind of what switches. That's really what switches. Um, I will also say that, you know, if you feel like you're addicted to sugar, addicted to this, addicted to that, there are things with your gut. Like food is 100% everything. So if you're used to eating sugar, you're going to want it. You're gonna, your body's going to want these things that are making it inflamed if you are um, already having it. And it's just going to be kind of used to that. And so when you are able to clear that out and really get on a diet of fresh fruits and veggies and proteins, 
Um, and it doesn't have to be boring. It, just, it doesn't have to be all salads. Um, getting on, you know, bringing in those foods that are real foods. And if you do that for at least three days, three days, that resets, resets your gut, resets your gut. But if you do that for, you know, a month, if you do that for two months, if you just do it in slow increments and make it about like, you know, not, it doesn't have to be black or white, but make it about 80-20, you know, like, or 70-30, like, most of the time you are eating these things, and then the other times you are eating the other things, and you know, if you're eating these good things most of the time, your body is going to naturally want those things. Your your brain is going to be able to see clearly and know what feeling it wants to choose, what feeling it wants to choose. So like I was saying, I knew what feeling I wanted to choose versus where I wanted to go. My brain was able to make that decision. And, 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 like I said, did it ever go away? I don't know. (laughs) Because it's not something, it's something that's going to be ingrained in you. If you've done it before, it might come up again. It might, the thought of it might come up again. You might actually never do it again, but it's going to come up in some way. It's not how it's the difference of how you how you how you interact with it right so when I was 23 like I really let it take over my my being my life now if it happens I lean into it I I really am conscious of it and I I let myself go there if I want to go there and I know how I'm going to feel if I go there And I don't let myself go there if I don't want to go there because I know how I'm going to feel if I do go there. I have the control and I also respond differently. So if I do go there, if I do eat a whole jug of ice cream, which has happened, I, and I know, you're thinking, wow, how can she eat this whole jug of ice cream? Well, it's because, like I said, I'm a cow. (laughs) But also, I love ice cream. So I, say I eat a whole jug of ice cream. The way I react, the way I respond is differently. The is oh man, I'm tired. The way I respond is different. The way I respond is different. I don't beat myself up. I don't say this is black or white. I don't go into that hole. I stop. I recover with water. I move forward. So this is what I really wanted to get into with this episode is how do you how do you find that love for yourself? How do you find that compassion for yourself? How do you how do you deal with it? How do you do it? How do you live? How do you just be? How do you get out of that pattern? How do you get out of that funk? Um, and I didn't even mention, like last year during quarantine, I don't think it was ever this bad. I really, 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 I was in a very low place um, internally. I was every day eating things at like 10 p.m., eating terrible things. My body was so inflamed. I gained weight. It was truly the worst funk of that I've ever been in. And I can say it's also because of that chemical imbalance because of the shitty food I had in my body. And it just like was such a cycle. It was such a cycle. And, um, you know, I'm not there now, but um, I was able to live through that really because, because how I was able to keep just moving forward and reacting and responding. Um, but, you know, and that's for if you're there now, just just 
if you feel like you can't get out of it, you have to make that shift. You have to be ready to make that shift. If you don't want to make that shift, you're not going to. You're not going to. So own that. Own that you're not going to make that shift and just be where you are and then know that when you're ready, you will. But if you really want to and if you really feel like it's time, make that shift. You can decide. You can do it. You have to do the hard thing. It's not going to be easy. It's not going to be easy. But it is worth it and you can do it. So that decision is on you, my dear. And, um, you know, if you're just in a place, though, where you maybe your body doesn't look like how it used to look like, maybe it is shifting, it's changing. Um, I was just talking with this about this with a friend the other day. You know, our shorts don't fit from three years ago, right? And they feel like they should, but... Mine don't, and I still look, I look better right now than I did three years ago, even though I was still like the same size. My body looks better to me. I feel, I feel good in it. And it's okay that those shorts don't fit. Um, You have to be in the present. You have to be where you are now. You have to notice what you like about your body now, not what you don't have anymore. You have to be where you are if you want to move forward. You have to see where you are and then think of where you want to be if you don't like where you are. You know, don't think about the past. Don't think about the past. Just let it be there. Let it be there because you can't go back and change it. All you can do is say, wow, I really enjoyed that time. I enjoyed it. I felt good there. So that's maybe how I want to feel now. And so how can I do that? How can I um, feel that future self? How can I get into that? What can I start doing? Um, But, you know, what I really, really want to express is acceptance. Acceptance. Because you don't need to settle. And I'm not saying to settle, but I, um, you know, there's, I'm a perfectionist. That's, that's a for sure. Um, but I'm a faithful perfectionist. I, I'm not, I trust that I, I can't get into this one. <laughs> I can't get deep into this one right now. I don't have the words, but I, I'm very trustworthy. I'm very faithful. Um, but as for the perfectionism, why I brought that up is because there are times I'll look at, um, women with these absolutely perfect chiseled abs and bodies and I'm like, wow, I know I can get there. I know I can look like that. Like, why am I not doing that? Why am I not um, trying to get there? Like, I just have this body that is like, eh, you know, it's good. It's it's good and it looks good, but it could be perfect. But you know what? <laughs> and I've had that thought many times throughout the years, not just now. Um, but you know what? I've just gotten to a place where my body is perfect. It's perfect for me. It's what I want it to be. It's what I want it to be. It's what I want it to be right now. If I want to shift it to something else in the future, I will. But I love, I love my body. I love me. And so I don't need to change that. I don't, that is my perfect and that is okay. And so you have a perfect, you have your own perfect. And so I want you to step back and ask yourself, what is your perfect? What is your perfect right now? It might be different from what it was a year ago, two years ago, five years ago. What is your perfect right now? And that also has to do with how do you want to live your lifestyle? Maybe you are in a place of wanting to go out and drink every day. (laughs) And I'm not saying go do that. But if you want to do that, then that's where you're you're at. And let that be whatever it's doing to your body. 
because you are, it's all about priorities. Like what are your priorities right now? Maybe your priorities are cooking great meals for your family, cooking great meals for yourself, eating and traveling. Um, You know, when you eat with joy, it's a different, it's a whole different thing. So are you eating with joy? Are you eating or are you eating and filling your body in a stressful way? You know, the energy that you put into your body, it's a real thing. Things energetically are going into your body. So think about before you're eating, are you eating with impatience? Are you eating with stress? Are you eating with joy? Are you eating with excitement? Are you eating with gratitude for the food that you have right there? Put in your body what you want in your body. So, you know, imagine your body as this light, beautiful, flowery place and allow those foods that go into it to be those foods. That's what I like to think too. I know I'm all over the map right now, but I like to think like the things I put in my body, I don't even know sometimes what like (laughs) wheatgrass is doing for me or this herb or this mushroom powder, but I feel good when I put it in and that's all I know. I feel good. I feel glowy. I feel light. I feel healthy and that's why I have it. So that's a good way to look at what you are eating. Like sometimes I feel amazing when I have cake. You know, actually not cake. That's not a good example because I feel like crap after having cake. Sugar really reacts with me. But I will have cake still. But what I feel good with is like maybe a giant cookie, you know, or ice cream. That is my weakness. Love to all the ice cream in the world. And I feel good if I eat it joyfully, if I eat it with friends, if I eat it in goods. Frick, there is a fly in here. Did I leave my door open? Get out. So sad. Um, But think about that. Think about that. And so, you know, give yourself freedom with that. Give yourself permission just to be where you freaking are. Because also, nothing actually matters. Nothing matters. Did you know that? Nothing matters. We're literally on this earth experiencing it. Why do we need to make our bodies the most perfect place on earth? It has nothing to do with our bodies. It has to do with us. It has to do with a desire that we want. Something that we're not getting emotionally, mentally. So think about that. Like it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. But I will say if you're not in a body that feels healthy, it feels heavy, it feels inflamed, you're not going to feel good. You're not going to think clearly. The food is really what is affecting your brain. So take a look at that. Get some help with it. Ask me. Message me on Instagram. I don't care. I will help you. I will see what you're eating that is not working and I will help you. It doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to be hard. And um, what I really want to talk about too is that black and white thing. You know, nothing is black and white. Nothing's black and white. It doesn't have to be perfect. Like say today I had a whole cake, right? I wouldn't go and, um, I mean, I could, but go and have like a buffet right after that um, because I already messed up for the day. No, like I had the cake. I'm going to move forward. It is what it is. It's a thing that happened. Just move forward because you know what? Every moment is new. Every moment is new. Every moment is new. Every moment is new. Every moment is your new moment. Every moment is new. And so take those new moments and just be there. Be in those new moments. Know that you get to choose in every new moment. And it doesn't, it might not be a pleasant moment because you're going to feel bad about what you did in the other moment. But guess what? You're there now. So what are you going to do? 
What are you going to do? How are you going to choose to be in that moment? Are you going to choose to be there in anger? There's this great example I heard one time or read. It was like when you're in traffic and you're late for work or late for whatever, you could either sit there and be very anxious, very stressed, or you could turn on a song and just know that you're there. And not, And what are you going to do with your time? Like say you only have 10 minutes left on this earth. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with those ten minutes? Are you gonna sit there, like you know, imagine sitting in that traffic, or after eating that cake was your last ten minutes on this earth? Are you gonna sit there and be angry the whole time? Or are you gonna just move forward and enjoy and let let it go, forgive? We're really hard on ourselves. We're really really hard on ourselves, and we don't have to be, because we are our own best friends. We are our own best friends, and we are here. We get to enjoy ourselves. We get to enjoy ourselves. And so let yourself enjoy yourself. Give yourself freedom, you know? Just let yourself be a human because you're not, you're not going to be perfect because there is no perfect. What perfect is, is you. You are you. You are perfect where you are. And I know, I know you can think, well, there's always better, blah, 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 but When it comes to giving yourself freedom and permission, just let yourself be you. Let yourself be. Take your hands off the wheel and just let yourself be. be. (laughs) So if you want this, you can have this. Take it or leave it. I am feeling feeling like I want to leave you with with a loving meditation. Getting into your body. Getting into your body, giving yourself some love, okay? So let's do it. You can be anywhere. You can be at work. You can be driving. You can be sitting. Um, if you're driving, actually, you're at work. Just modify this. Don't don't do anything that is making you going to make you crash into a wall. Okay, let's get into it. So what I want you to do is I want you to just shake your head left to right, shake it, shake it, shake it. Let your jaw soften, and then come back to center. I want you to take your hands, rub them together, create friction in your hands. Okay, relax your shoulders. And then pull your hands apart and feel that energy that you've created in your fingers and your hands. You should feel your hands vibrating. And then place your hands wherever they feel comfortable. So maybe in your lap, on your knees. Sit up nice and tall. Relax your shoulders, close your eyes. And what I want you to do here is place your hands on your cheeks so that your fingertips maybe are right over your cheekbones. Your palm of your hand is under your chin. Just place your hands on your cheeks like you are really, really just holding yourself here, giving yourself some love. Do it gently, just place your hands on your cheeks. Eyes are closed. And what I want you to do is I want you to feel your body starting to soft, soften. Feel your eyes soften. Feel lightness moving from the top of your head, down your body, down your shoulders, down your heart, through your belly, down your legs, out your feet. Okay, and then I want you to start to feel the smile in your eyes, this love moving into your eyes, 
to your lips. Maybe you even start to feel a smile on your face. What does that feel like to have a smile in your face? Maybe you imagine a color that feels good for you. Gold, yellow, pink, red, white. And then start to let that feeling of that smile move through your body, down your neck, down your shoulders, the back of your head, down your back. And let that feeling of that smile, of that love, move through your body. And I want you to see yourself as this love. As not not a human walking around the earth, walking around, doing things that you're doing day to day. See you as you. Who are you? Who are you? The highest you that is you, that that is the, the most loving you towards you, towards others. The most forgiving you. Find her, find him, and just sit in him, in her. They should feel strong. They should feel rooted because that is you. And you have the ability to bring that you into you at any point because that is you. (laughs) You own it. It's yours. It's you. It's who you are. So sit in this. And I want you to take a breath in through your nose. Fill up your whole body. Hold it. And open mouth, exhale. Let everything soften. Feel that feeling of love again, that smile in your face. And then I want you to place your hands on your heart, one hand on your heart, one hand on top of it. Eyes are still closed. Feel that feeling of love overwhelming in your body. And take one more breath in. And exhale. Start to open your eyes. And this is you. Keep your chin nice and high. Your chin is high. You are confident. You are rooted. You are exactly where you need to be. Let yourself be there. Let yourself love wherever you are, where you want to be, where you want to be. Let yourself be where you want to be. Have an amazing rest of your day, and I will talk to you later.